You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. Hello friends, welcome to a brand new episode of Girly Mags. This week we'll be taking you all the way back to February 2002 with Twist Magazine. To give you just a taste of what we've got going on in this issue, we'll be tackling cliques, inappropriate cliques, clicks, clicks, clicks. Oh, we'll have that conversation. Yeah. Clits, cliques. Whatever. That's the whole point of it. It's like there's some people that say click and then there's other people. Were we saying click or clit? Click. What are we discussing today? Okay, then I did the wrong research. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll be tackling clicks and whether or not it's cliques. (laughs) Inappropriate crushes, a listener's embarrassing high dive moment, and murder dads. Yay! Inappropriate clicks. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be covering covering that too. (laughs) My name is Dee Mortimer, and I very recently watched the Fire Festival documentaries on Netflix and Hulu. Illegal. Yep, and that night I had a dream that I went to Edgefest back in the day, (laughs) and it turned into a Fire Fest situation, and then I was stranded in Barrie, Ontario forever, (laughs) and the rest of the dream was the worst. I was stuck in the suburbs of Barrie. How can you be stranded in Barrie? I would be the guy who took all the pillows. Like, you remember that (laughs) guy? It was like, just one guy that was fucking bad. This is what they're serving, a salad without any dressing. This is crazy. (laughs) Focus on all the pillows. And then I would just be the pillow guy. I'm like, well, you want, you want, I need some salad. You want a fucking pillow? Yeah, exactly. It's like it becomes it's Lord like of the Flies. <laughs> I would have been the guy that sucked the me. dick for the water. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't need to. The water was free. <laughs> There's definitely some people out there who would have been like, damn, I would have done that for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend watching those documentaries. Yeah. Um, and they're, yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> Did you already say who you were? Yeah. Because who's anyone, really? (laughs) Hey, it's Lauren. I'm so happy to be here. I've emptied my emotional diva cup, and I'm ready to hop on the 90s horse and ride into the blood moon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. Andrea here. Spent a good part of my day yesterday making this drum, if you can hear it. Anytime I don't hear anything I like, I'm just going to beat it. Amazing. Beat it. (laughs) So, uh... I actually found my teen diary, and it was actually from 2002, so I'm going to read a little teen angst journal for Mm. my intro. Uh, I had a pretty good trip. Felt good to come home, though. I'm sick, and I have no health care. I don't know why I said that. I live in Canada. I did have health care. Wow. My throat and lungs are clogged with phlegm. School is going pretty shit. I cheated (laughs) on my law test today. I don't understand anything in that class. English is pretty hard, too. I hate my job. I'm quitting it soon. (laughs) I feel like shit. Uh, David, names have been changed, got mad at me the other day because I threw spare ribs at him. (laughs) (laughs) We almost broke up. It sucked. I owe the library $12. Damn it. (laughs) He's just laughing like, yeah, this is a problem. I've gotten a bunch of fucking spare ribs at me. (laughs) I feel like your diary just like went to the other books on the shelf after you put it away and was just like, damn, I need a fucking drink. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I, I'm, I hope shit's better for you now. <laughs> That's a teen <laughs> angst. She actually right owes the library $30. <laughs> yeah, they need to name a wing uh, after me, goddammit. I mean, I was going to say, 
something about fucking being Manischewitz, young Manischewitz over here, but I swear, I'm having a little trouble. I don't really think I'm going to be able to do this today, because <sighs> you guys are just looking so fucking beautiful. <laughs> I mean, damn, if Ian was here, he would definitely know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, shit, even James out here looking like the vegan shish kebab from Benny Hall. <laughs> Tell me how the fuck I'm supposed to do this intro for this podcast when all of you is here looking like a souvganiya from the first day of Hanukkah, you know what I mean? But nah. <laughs> Psych. Okay, you guys are buttes, but that's how young Manny's coming with his cringe-inducing Vin Diesel's impression. In order to properly illustrate, you need to be out here respecting all 2019. That's right, you cucks. Quit blaming your problems on the fact that Disney fucked up the entire Star Wars franchise and stop trying to get your dick wet using some bullshit mind control you learned from the Phantom Menace. It's the Iraqi with the wacky tobacco washing it down with the old Milwaukee, <laughs> a.k.a. Ro Bamba, a.k.a. Ro Bamba, a.k.a. Roey Charles Manson Ashevitz. It's the Felter Skelter and Dos Feldner. Girly Mags, let's get it. You know what the fuck going on? Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Hey, it's uh, James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplayed. Now, last episode, uh, Lauren created a character called uh, Anti-Spoomanti. Uh, I didn't react to it that well, uh, probably because I take acting and character work pretty seriously. I've done a lot of improv. I'm a devotee of Stanislavski's system and the art of experiencing. So for you guys, I have created a character for today, and I'm going to explain my process. For my process, to conjure this character, <laughs> I have written the activation phrase on an envelope that is sealed with the name of the character inside. I'm going to pass this envelope to Lauren. I want her to flip it over, read the activation phrase, open up the envelope, read the character's name, and then I will embody that character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have the envelope, and on the envelope it says, Who are you? <laughs> Rip. Inside, it says, Teen <laughs> heartthrob and singing sensation, Hank Jangling Balls McComb. <laughs> When I was 14, a horse squashed my nut. So then the doctor came and he wanted to balance it out. So he had some loose pocket change, shoved it in there to weigh it out. And then I noticed when I would stomp, my balls would jangle. Some children made fun of me. They said, hey, here come jangling balls. Hey, jangling balls, you got change for a dollar? That's it. That's the character. There was. Oh I picked the God. wrong. That I was such a good idea. So great. My face hurts. At totally. three in the morning. Less so now that I'm sober. Teen heart. Throb. I actually totally relate to that because I have huge balls. I was transported. Full of change. Wow. Who are you? Honestly, if my balls were full of change, I'd be so much happier. So, just a question. Really rich this is an huge. activation. Can I call uh, Hank out whenever I desire? I mean, if he wants to come out, he'll come out, but I don't know. <laughs> this is an activation word. It, it could. I don't know. I'm not fully experienced in uh, conjuring the character of Hank. Jingle but the some balls change. will also jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're back. <laughs> 
I thought at first glance that this month was dry AF. But it turns <laughs> out that if you take the red pill and spend seven hours on the internet, you really do see how deep the rabbit hole goes. <gasps> so this is an unintentional uh, D-murder and mayhem Lauren mashup. So Amazing. buckle your seatbelt, because shit's going to get dark. I'm so excited. Or unbuckle it if you want to die. <laughs> yeah, do we want? <laughs> February 5th, 2002. The Oscar that Whoopi Goldberg won for Best Supporting Actress in Ghost, which had been stolen after being sent out for replating, is found in a California airport trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Molly, you in danger, girl. Poor Whoopi. (laughs) Bro! Did someone try and take it in their carry-on and it set off the alarm? I'm like, oh, I guess I'll throw it out. It's just crazy. It's like my handshake. Like, you know what? I'm not fucking garbage? dealing with this shit. It's like I got my belt. I have my keys. The fucking Oscar goes I got my ball. I got my ball change. <laughs> February 5th as well is the first time the RCMP searched the property of Robert Pickton. Holy shit! <laughs> For those right at the gate. For those of you living under a rock, Robert Pickton is Canada's most prolific pig farmer and serial killer who targeted Vancouver's sex workers for almost 20 years. He's Yo. our most prolific pig farmer? Yeah. <laughs> Young Manischewitz fucking lived in Vancouver during that time. Jesus. It was that, that fucking... That, little track of like all the junkies and shit like hastings area is fucked up it's so easy it's so easy honestly for the fucking giant hand of a predator to scoop up like 20 fucking people at once i'm not even well and well fuck these predators are fucked up so to highlight only a portion of how insane this story is here's a truncated blurb that i pulled from wikipedia in 1996, the Picton brothers registered a nonprofit charity called the Piggy Palace Good Time Society, yep. claiming to organize special events on behalf of sports organizations and other worthy groups. Its events included wild parties and raves in a converted slaughterhouse on the farm. So this court. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me finish okay. this because I actually so the case was incredibly important because it shed light on get ready for this truth shocker the critical failings of law enforcement when conducting missing persons cases involving marginalized communities, particularly indigenous people. That's yeah. right. The story is absolutely Thank insane. Thank God that they fixed that problem since that. There's been some really good podcast coverage as well on this last po- last podcast on the left, Canadian True Crime, which I recommend you check out. And I've also written here, D, would you like to add anything? <laughs> D. The second that you said Robert Pickton, my heart got really fast. I blacked out and I have no idea what you guys said after that. And now I'm back. But okay, so I, last podcast on the left does like a great four-parter on Robert Pickton. And they said, they talk about the the Piggy Palace Good Time Society oh, and so all that creepy. stuff. And they they uncovered, I don't know how true this is, but they uncovered that one of the bands that got their start playing the fucking Piggy Palace is none other than fucking Nickelback. Oh my <laughs> god! Never made it as a wise man. 
that came from last podcast on the left. Wow. That was their research, but I almost lost it. when They on the do b- seem like the kind of band that would you play on a pig farm, though. You remind me like of a, a piggy like. palace. <laughs> There's a book out there called, that was written by, I can't remember the name of the author. It's called On the Farm. And it does this huge deep dive into like Robert Picton and the failings of the Vancouver PD and the utter contempt they had for sex workers and particularly indigenous sex workers and like all that stuff. And it's a super deep dive. So I highly recommend if you're a reader and you're into true crime, that's one check of the best out. fucking <laughs> books on true crime ever. I highly recommend it. I want to check that out. D, take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, my face has gone hey. red. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> on February 6th, a Manhattan teen was arrested for sneaking into singer Janet Jackson's dressing room at a Long Island concert and stealing a baseball cap, fan mail, and her stuffed animals. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar. <laughs> Molly. I thought you were going to say uh, like a nipple shield. <laughs> yeah, that's like weird that you'd make that face, like a confused face that you made when you talked about the stuffed animals. Like, I would go for that first. It's Why like does she have her stuffed animals in her? Items. She cuddled like, them. How she many does them. she have? It's plural. <laughs> I have one. I'm not going to lie. You but do? I don't Stalker yeah, advice: I've Go for the stuffed animals. Oh. Take the teddy but bears I don't first. Take them where I go places. Yeah. It's just On weird. Tour? What do I care so about some goobers fan letters to Janet Jackson? I take those. All right. In darker, more evil news. Also this month, eternal piece of shit R. Kelly faces a police investigation after allegations that he videotaped sex acts with a 14-year-old girl. Despite this. And the decade-long list of super fucked-up things he had done to women and young girls, he was still hired to perform at the February Winter Olympics opening ceremony. God. That's right, people. The IOC admitted knowing about the allegations, but still allowed the performance to continue. 17 fucking years ago. And if that wasn't fucked up enough, R. Kelly performed his song, The World's Greatest, wearing a t-shirt with the word heroes in large red letters emblazoned across his piece of shit chest. (laughs) Fuck you. Arrest this man. And may his enablers burn in hell. P.S. Watch Surviving R. Kelly if you haven't already. (laughs) Yeah. Feb 15th, the Tri-State Crematory located in Northwest Georgia came to national attention when it was discovered that over 300 bodies that had been turned over to the crematorium for disposal were never cremated. I oh remember that. But instead God. dumped on the property. You in danger, girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. so terrible. <laughs> Why did they do that? I don't have save, yes. save money. Yeah, Come they on, don't want to cheaper to dump them than yes, to burn them. rolling up here. We got, like, bodies and bodies. Just dump them in the river. <laughs> yeah, the they, river. They, they, the river. they saw that Al Gore movie about the saving the planet. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> totally. God. Totally. It's like, hey, they were green. What are we fucking hating on environmentalists at this podcast now? No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> February 20th, Palindrome Day at 8.02 p.m. on February 20th, 2002. The date was read officially as 2020. 2002 or as James would say from our previous episode 2002 Do you even know how to number, bro? February 27th, <laughs> Grammys hosted by John Stewart. Uh big winners, Alicia Keys and you too. Coldplay. <laughs> Nelly Overtado. Hey, she's Canadian. Don't uh, fuck with Nelly. Missy Elliott Outcast and all those women who sang Lady Marmalade. Movies, 24-hour party people. Ah. 
Britney Spears' craptastic crossroads. <laughs> I fully watched it. And super <laughs> troopers. Littering and. And smoking the reefer. <laughs> name name a better duo than Britney's legs in those jeans and crossroads. Give me a break. <laughs> Her ass. <laughs> Cheeks. <laughs> Music. Close. Very good. Music. Who knows? That might be a trap <laughs> card. That's Music. why I love Presky. Music. Usher, uh, You Got It Bad, which is off of my favorite Usher album of all time, 8701, which, P.S., I've been listening to on repeat for the last week before I even realized it was on the charts for this episode. Uh, Victoria Beckham's horrific single, A Mind of Its Own, <laughs> that no one's ever heard of. Uh, Nickelback, uh, which I guess... You know, pig farmer fans, how you remind me, and Ja Rule featuring Ashanti, always on time. And that's the nightmare of February 2002, y'all. I ain't ever going back. <laughs> Low rise jeans forever. G. It's that time again. Tales from the Archives of Twist Magazine's How Embarrassing segment, which features all of your favorite topics. Periods, wedgies, masturbation, and Shakespeare's Othello. S-E-X. So we have a special reader's feature sent in to us this week from Jen. And hold on to your swim shorts, y'all. When I was 14, I went swimming at the local university's indoor pool and wanted to impress a boy by jumping off the high dive. I'd never jumped off the high dive before, and I was slightly terrified and hit the water with my legs slightly spread and my bathing suit lodged directly up my butt and vagina, and the force of the water gave me an enema. There was a turd floating around when I got out of the water, and my mom had to get my bathing suit out of my butt because I was crying so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Which reminds me a lot of my... The, uh, the first embarrassing moment story I told on episode one. Yeah. yeah I, when you ate a tuna sandwich <laughs> at the pool. <laughs> and then also dove off a high dive and got my period. Yeah. But still, the, the tuna sandwich is like <laughs> yeah. the most Wait important. a minute. Tuna that? In the Wait pool. a minute. Yeah. I don't understand this story. <laughs> she did a dive and I don't think she suit- did a dive. Wait. She okay, she jumped off. The suit went up her butt. Yeah. How did the poo come out without pushing out the suit? Because she had to get her mom had to pull the suit out of her butt later. That's actually right. It's a, a mystery. Point. Did the poo Jen. strain through the holes? <laughs> no, in the suit? I think that did it squeak around the suit? Did the poo squeak all, around the suit? It all happened in like a split second. It's all about physics and pressure, people. Okay, <laughs> you jump in. Okay, pool game. The force of the jump. Puts the fucking bathing suit right up the butthole, okay? Yeah. Then the force of the fucking Flop. thing going up your butthole, yeah. it just sticks to the poo and you're moving around sticks and all of a sudden the poo. the poo gets flung out catapult <laughs> style from your butt cheek. But how does the how does the yeah. swimsuit stay up the butt and the poo come out of the butt? James, it's called physics, okay? Uh, Actually, I don't no, think I'm it's No, I'm sorry, physics. I must have missed you're not that letting me advanced finish. level course. You're not letting me finish. There's more, part two. You're not letting me finish. This is like such a deja vu, only because James, a lot of the times, does not let me finish. <laughs> but anyways, okay. what I'm trying to say is, okay, the poo comes out, all right? We're at the poo airborne now. 
right? <laughs> Work with me. Stay right. with me, guys, okay? okay? Poo, I'm going to have to fucking draw a diagram. This Airborne's is a podcast. pushing it a bit, but okay. <laughs> I don't want a diagram. Then. Seaboard, it's a water birth. Because, yeah. the, because the bum hole has just been through so much trauma. exchange, trauma, <laughs> or whatever, got things coming in and coming out, mm. it's susceptible to another thing going in, which is the bathing suit. So after the poop comes out, no. the bathing suit goes in, and it Mom becomes comes the running. most embarrassing moment of this young so girl's life. You're saying that the bathing suit slingshotted the outs <laughs> with the poo, and then I back said in. I said pull, but slingshot is much I'm not, more I correct. Don't th- I'm, I actually I side with James I can't, on this, I can't, I can't, can't I, I don't think visualize it's, what's uh, happening. I really don't want to talk about the predator properties of, this is disgusting, I can't <laughs> yeah. do this. Jen, we'd like to follow up with you on this story. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to draw us a picture. Jen's one of our listeners, right? Yeah. yeah. So thanks awesome. for sending that thanks in. Thanks for sending Maybe. that in. I ended up having that happen to me when I went to uh, Canada's Wonderland and they had like the leaves. <laughs> you had a poo enema no. and your mom had to. No. 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 Yeah, you need to pipe up. Tell us what happened. Yeah, Tell us everything. Get out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us everything. I didn't shit myself or have any poo come out, but I was at, like, I was at Lazy River at Wonderland and I went up <laughs> and. story's getting. Oh, okay, okay. No, I went on one of the slides. <laughs> okay, and it was, I like, the very. It was. <laughs> No, it was the very tall slide that basically just goes straight down. And I went on that and then you go, so it goes straight down and it's basically an L shape. And I like regretted it immediately when I was standing up looking down at like the rest of the people in the fucking water park. (laughs) And I like went down the slide and as it evened out at on the bottom, fully got like just a waterworks right up the cooch. It is not a pleasant experience, Jen. I feel you on this one, and I'm sorry that this happened to you. <laughs> yeah, me too. This might have been also a case, my second opinion, come oh to boy. think about, might have been a case of just, like, withholding just because things were way too traumatic to explain that what she really wanted to do was as soon as she was under the water, she just wanted to take a quick shit and no one <laughs> fucking <laughs> try to make no one see it. And then no she judgment. used the, the oh, I can't, because she's a young, I can't describe this. It's a young, let's imagine this is a 45-year-old man. <laughs> same okay. thing, exact same thing happened to a 45-year-old man so I can get rid of talking about Fine. whatever happened to this young woman. 45-year-old man jumps in, maybe he took a poo and then used his, like, under the water, used his, like, fingers and his for cleanup <laughs> no that's disgusting god damn it this is so gross <laughs> yeah, this is this really gross. terrible yeah. can we move on uh, <laughs> anyway. to the next one? uh if you want water the water washes everything away <laughs> yeah if you want to induce your period you got constipation you're pregnant yeah. just if you're a 30 if you're a 45 year old man that wants to clean shit out of his ass <laughs> see the 45 year old man the thing that probably my problem with it was she said there was a turd now if it was a less dense Consistency. I then s- I would understand it seeping <laughs> no, through it the pores right of the No, no, no. It was like it was like. Have you ever seen? It's almost like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I dropped some kids. This is off all at the making pool. me so fucking nauseous. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Well, I'm dropping some kids off at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. For, thank you for writing in, Jen. <laughs> yes, thanks, Jen. Fascinating. Um, so there's another embarrassing moment here from the magazine, and it goes a little like this: I was running late for school. And I was going to miss the bus again. Since my parents hadn't left for work yet, deadbeats, I decided to ask one of them for a ride. I felt bad because their door was shut and I didn't want to wake them up just because I hit the snooze bar too many times. But if I was late again, my homeroom teacher would throw a fit. 
So I turned the doorknob, poked my head in the room, and oh no, my mother was naked, mounted on top of my dad. Not do it to me, Bill. Door, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Do it to me, Bill. You should have seen (laughs) Billy. You should have seen the look of horror on my mother's face. Although no one should have to see that. I'm sure my dad was mortified too, but he was uh, distracted. Was she reverse cowgirl or did she <laughs> turn her neck? <laughs> That's she huge. had a mirror in front of her. And she <laughs> saw her the kid in the reflection. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, seeing her from the back is not as bad as bouncing boobies. <laughs> I don't think so. Have you ever walked in on your... I, I don't think my parents had sex after 1987 when I was born, so I never had that horror happen to me. Mm-mm. Any of you guys? No, oh, thank God. God. I don't even want to sex. talk about that. Yeah, I don't if wanna. I did, I blocked it out of my memory <laughs> forever. And Dang. I don't want to revisit that <laughs> memory that I might just maybe like, have. Not, like, you're a kid. You would prefer your parents to knock on your door. So why aren't you knocking on their fucking door? Yeah, exactly. You psycho. <laughs> you deserve what you saw. <laughs> Mom, my bathing suit's up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dog. What you gonna do when the people go home and you wanna smoke weed but the reefers all gone and somebody had the nerve to take the herb out of the doobie ashtray why they do me that way Alright guys got some really important shit to talk about over here Sometimes we all have problems we all go through struggles in life and it's the greatest act of love to support someone in their struggle. So that's what we're going to do here today. All right? Are you saying you're qu- struggling <laughs> and you need our support? No. I, oh, I'm not, okay. No, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I can offer you support, but if you're struggling. I'm good. I'm, feel, I'm feeling pretty <laughs> strong today. I'm good, I don't bro. feel too bad. I'm good. <laughs> All right, guys. We love each other over here at Girly Mags. And mm-hmm. So we've got a reader that's wrote in to the magazine question. And twist giving some questionable, questionable at best advice to this young girl who... I, I disagree with you. We'll get to that <laughs> yeah, later. Definitely yeah. disagree on this. So stay tuned if you want to hear... Get the boxing gloves out. fucking yeah. Corbin is coming up. <laughs> All right, so um, Loma, who's 17... Right. I think it's, it's Lorna. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. Old Put on your fuck. glasses on. <laughs> Jesus. Just oh, blending letters together. All right, Loma. <laughs> Jeepers. All right, question. <clears throat> I am dating one of the sweetest guys on earth. He's got the charm and the good looks, but he also has a nasty habit. <laughs> he smokes pot. I thought you were going to say crack. (laughs) (laughs) For the past year, he's been a regular smoker. I really want him to stop, but it seems like he's hooked. Is it a bad idea to overlook his vices and continue to be his girlfriend? All right, listen. If he smokes in the morning, like once in the morning, once when he gets home from work, and then like once before bed, he doesn't smoke every day. Let's just get that out of the way. Well, he smokes three he times actually a day. smokes every day, <laughs> three times a day. No, that's not every day. That's like one thing that people who don't smoke and don't, don't know how to define days. Do you know understand. what a day is? <laughs> wait, I need. Uh, no, I need help here. You so, guys don't yeah, smoke. explain. He, okay, I wait, do no. smoke. So, he, you, if somebody you who smokes, smoke, when do you smoke? Like once a month? 
I certainly don't smoke every day, really morning, smoke. noon, and night. Three times so a day. So you're saying somebody who smokes morning, noon, and night every day isn't smoking weed every day? No, morning, noon, and night, like constantly, that's smoking. Okay. If you're smoking three times a day, morning, noon, and night once each, you're not smoking every so day. So like I one or two times a week. Have that's no not idea. every day. I'm okay. having secondhand weed contact here. <laughs> I'm not understanding. Just wanted to get that out of the way first. L- you literally have no idea what you're okay. talking All right. about. This is some weird stoner lunar calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the stoner Let's just take his word for it. Fine, I believe you. All right. <laughs> I have, I mean, my, my, one, my one kind of quip about this, other than really not really respecting the stoner calendar in the proper way here, is really this ultimatum advice, okay? If you have a problem with the person that you're dating, it is 100% never a good idea to give them an ultimatum. If you know this saying, then say it along with me. Ultimately, okay, when you give... Oh, no. Uh, what is it again? Okay, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I almost forgot it because it's been a long time. Damn, yo, you made up. Don't bogart that joint, man. <laughs> Don't worry, he only smoked weed morning and noon today, so he's not hasn't smoked yet today. <laughs> it goes a little something like this, and if oh you know God. the saying, then please say it right along with young man Ashevitz. Don't bother with an ultimatum. Ultimately, you will lose even if you win. Ultimatum is the key to unlocking a Pandora's box of resentment for the duration of your doomed relationship. <laughs> it's true. No one likes to be dictated terms to. That's a good point. Like you want you could give them a something and then if they refuse, then later on be like, I can't do this if you're gonna do that. But that's like basically an invitation to break up. No one likes to be have terms dictated to them. So, I've given you like oh 14 God. ultimatums. Oh my in God, our here comes the boundaries talk. I could just feel it coming. <laughs> all I, all, the, the last thing that I really have to say about this is that people out there, believe it or not, this has happened to me. This has <laughs> happened to young Manishevitz a few different times. <laughs> and what I have to say is this, okay? Assess the cost and the benefits of the weed versus the relationship. Every single time, the weed has benefited me about 10,000 times more than any extended relationship <laughs> with any of these people would have. Wow, I hope your girlfriend's so I listening. Say, Thank you very much, <laughs> but I'll take the J's. <laughs> Here's my theory Roey did get an ultimatum uh-huh. on. Don't smoke weed every day. Uh-huh. So he created this weed lunar calendar. <laughs> yeah, where he now all of a sudden he's not smoking weed every day because he's only smoking it three times a day. <laughs> if I can just say one more thing, I would like to just give Loma Loma your name is. All right. I, I want to give you one last piece of advice Loma. about what a beautiful, entertaining life you can lead potentially with this creative, joyful stoner person. He might give you something to really chew on, like a very serious conversation. If that's your thing, you know, this is, I'll leave you with this, okay? Who other than someone who smokes tons of weed is gonna keep you enthralled on the latest conspiracy theories, such as how Matthew Fox is a legit evil clone of Ethan from Survivor Africa? And that the, p- the curls are just part of how the man pulled the wool over our eyes. <laughs> wow. 
don't even know. <laughs> well, I was going to go back with the response that they said here, but. Yeah. Eh, you know. You know what? You do you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you I think do you. I hear the clock counting down for the uh, the weed lunar calendar here. It's almost. Yeah, yeah Rowie hasn't smoked <laughs> weed yet today because it's only it's all, it's, all, it's almost my sixth time smoking weed. So I haven't smoked <laughs> so, weed yet. So he has to smoke weed for today. So I, we're gonna take a break. I can't. Vanessa Nichols thought her dad John was just like any other dad, but one terrible day changed that all of that forever. This week's uh, this uh, issue of Twist had has a segment called "Life Like the Movies." My dad is a murderer. So, <laughs> what movie would that be, by the way? What movie is that? So I married an axe murderer. No Maybe. one's dad. That's a woman in that too. <laughs> is a murderer. Um. So yeah. The uh, just a recap of the article. Uh, Vanessa and her dad were basically best friends, which is a giant red flag right there. <laughs> but when she turned ten, dad got a new job and things changed. That was is exactly when something always happens. Yeah, exactly. When dad gets a new job. <laughs> when, you guys, when you said that they were best friends too, I was totally like, oh, she's got to be like seventeen or something. Now fifteen. But until she was. 10. It's like, <laughs> what do they do? And she was like eight years old. They're yeah. smoking cigarettes behind the fucking <laughs> log cabin. What the fuck's going on? Anyway, uh, but then she turned 10. Dad got a new job and things changed. He was always at work and wasn't spending as much time at home. On August 13th, 1996, <laughs> Vanessa's mom, Diane, gets a phone call from a woman claiming to be John's girlfriend <sighs> that they work together and have been having an affair for over a year. Aww. Why call her? Why did this conversation happen with the Oh, daughter? I know what movie this is. This is Crimes and Misdemeanors by Woody Allen. <laughs> uh, Mom calls John, freaks the fuck out, and he says he's coming home to talk. Spoiler alert, he doesn't come home to talk. By the next morning, he still hadn't showed up or called, so the family called 911 to say that he was missing. And an hour later, four police cars barrel up the family driveway with news about Dad. Apparently, he had al- he'd actually gone around to his girlfriend's house to confront her and ended up shooting her in a rage. Psycho! Yeah. John is arrested, takes a plea bargain, and goes to jail for 18 to life. This obviously leads to a bunch of shock and PTSD for everyone. Mom files for divorce, takes Vanessa and her sister to live with her parents in Florida for a new start. That's where things really go bad. (laughs) I hate when my cult makes me divorce my husband who just murdered someone. And then her mom does a bunch of like, oh, you have no idea. Fake weed and then eats a homeless guy's face. (laughs) The best place to start a a cult, though, is probably Florida. 100%. At this moment in time. Um, yeah, so basically everyone in Florida starts having understandable mental breakdowns um, over this trauma. Vanessa starts seeing a counselor right around the same time that her dad sends a super fucking manipulative bullshit letter to her from jail, and she ends up sending one back saying, I'll hate you forever. <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah. Dad basically keeps writing, and eventually Vanessa gets to the point in counseling where she can admit that she misses and still loves her dad, and they basically reconcile as much as you can considering your dad murdered a woman. But the story does not end there. I looked into it, and eventually uh, I like I was able 
able to f- get an update uh, like after <laughs> all of this update? happened. Really? Yeah. FBI. Oh I, I, I did a deep dive on this. So from like around 2005. So after all of this stuff that happened in the article, mom dates and gets remarried, but develops a substance abuse problem all along the way, which is understandable, all, all things considered. Um, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> amongst other things. No, it's that fake weed. Basalt. Then... Yeah, one day, <laughs> so then one day they go to visit dad in prison and he comes out looking great and starts talking about how he doesn't have an emptiness inside him anymore because he found Jesus Christ in the Bible, repented for his sins, and then he, and that basically mom needed to do the same thing to have this kind of comfort too. This leads to this weird kind of out-of-body experience where mom just wakes up one morning, realizes John is right, basically converts as well, <gasps> falls back in love with John, oh and remarries him in prison. What the What was fuck? the mom's sins? The what? The mom's sins. What, what sins did the mom have? They she were, didn't murder They anyone. were cleansed when she went down say what you guys will don't fucking at me but if that does not speak to the power of the lord jesus christ i don't know what does i think you mean the power of the branch floridian (laughs) yeah um so now diane is an author who has two books one of which is entitled prison of my own a true story of redemption and forgiveness i'm dead (laughs) which according to her website is a riveting true story of a family torn apart by infidel infidelity infidels who eventually see the light and triumph but that's what people go to god for when they're having difficulty in their life they go to religion to find peace and balance and that's not abnormal no not at all especially when they're experiencing insane trauma like this no i'm not i'm not making fun of them i'm I'm not talking to you i'm talking to the people (laughs) she's talking to god explanation that i that i might have for this that like she saw some shit that's unexplainable that all of our judgments really go out the window because we'd not see what she saw. But also, like, the the woman that was murdered, in case anybody <laughs> forgot that there oh, was yeah. a woman Definitely murdered. forgot about uh, the She's in heaven now, and they'll all see her eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's No, her, the woman that was yeah. married was a 19-year-old, oh, and her dad God. was, like, 36. And she Creep. had, and she she had, had a, a three-year-old, three-year-old uh, son. son. Yeah. yeah. Motherfucker. Is he still in prison? I have no idea. He might be out now. You can look it up on probably the Florida inmate search. I tried. I couldn't find I tried. it. <laughs> I couldn't Prison find it. Here's a f- fun list of news stories from events that happened in Florida. I'm not done dealing <laughs> oh, with this yet. Like, I'm traumatized by this. I'd like yeah. you to bring that up. But, I mean, I mean, go ahead and then we'll, get, we'll have to get back to this. No, go you, for it. Yeah. I just, well, that's it? We're done? Like, no. Moving no. on? No, let's get it all out now, yeah. Preston. <laughs> what do you got? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I tried to find information on the the family of like the the woman who was killed and I couldn't find anything. It was just articles about like it was the just crime. articles about the the mother like Diane who's now like written a like written a book and remarried John from prison. But I did come across this. Happy family. Yeah. <laughs> all they do is adopt that 3-year-old, him find Jesus and everything's all wrapped up in a neat package. Yeah. Great for your family, but like, can we get an update on this 
abandoned orphan three-year-old. I know, like, I know. Great for you guys. She you guys from, all get to be one happy family. I think what happened was the only thing I could find was just that like the woman um, was uh, living in, I guess, they, I think they were living in Ohio and she was, uh, she was from originally from Puerto Rico and she had like her, her son with her and like, yeah, so now there's this kid who like doesn't have a mom and like, but all we know about it is this like fucking redemption story about this asshole who I hope is still in prison. And that's all I have to say about that. Worry and concern tonight in South Florida as people dressed as clowns are scaring some kids and adults, as you heard. That was just one of a handful of calls made to 911 this week. News Channel 5's Jacqueline Powell explains why deputies say they're taking these clown encounters very seriously. Here are some real news stories about actual events that happened in the great state of Florida. Is it the Sunshine State? Or is that California? It's the sunshine. No, California. California is, isn't it? What's Florida? Florida's the <laughs> for orange juice. Oh, it's oranges. Yeah. Yeah, that's their. St- that's the slogan <laughs> oh, of Florida. It's oranges. oranges. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sign when you ride into Florida. Gators. It's like, oh, it's oranges. They have Gator Pride. Yeah. They're really good at they college do. football. Gator Pride. <laughs> that's actually true. I wonder why. I'm gonna just. Is James, can, okay, I'm gonna look up what Florida's. While you're doing this, I'm just gonna look up. Accused what Florida man says his. Man sprinkles fiance's ashes at Lenscrafters, causing Florida Mall's evacuation. That's <laughs> I want more details on that. Lenscrafters? I stopped listening after it was so gross after you said man sprinkles. <laughs> like, ew, that's so gross. Yeah, you're right. Turned off, man my, turned off my whole brain. Man brain shut off. Beep. Florida Club f- Strip Club offering free flu shots. Florida DMV tells women she lives on, lives on Eat Ass Street. <laughs> and my personal favorite man who exposed himself tells police I was just airing out my penis <laughs> <laughs> airing out a grande hey Usher among those confessions should be that you have herpes <laughs> Just saying, if you're making a list. <laughs> That's scandalous. <sighs> so this part of the magazine is where readers confis- confess their confess. guiltiest confess their <laughs> guiltiest secrets for the first time ever. And the scandal rating is PG-13, rated R, or NC-17. So this one is by Sari-17. Okay, I admit it. I cheated on my boyfriend. I went to visit my older sister at college and ended up hooking up with this cute freshman guy at a party. I wasn't proud of myself, but I wasn't going to run to my boyfriend and confess either. Unfortunately for my me, confessions. <laughs> the hickeys on my neck spoke for themselves, but the I had a plan. on my penis spoke for themselves. My confessions, I <laughs> fucked a freshman. <laughs> when my parents came, she didn't say she fucked him. When my parents weren't home, I invited my boyfriend over, turned off the lights, quote unquote, for mood, I told him, and then let him into the pitch black house. We began making out, and I directed him towards my neck in a not subtle way. Things got quite wild, and by the time we turned on the lights, my boyfriend was convinced that he had given me the fastest appearing hickeys in human history. I didn't even quit while I was ahead. I even scolded him for leaving monstrous marks on my neck. Ew, you hey, good call. Bitch. Even Stevens. That's, that, that came out well. That was rated R. How could you? Hickeys? I haven't had one since I was like 17 years old. 
but I remember getting them the day then they, they never show up that fast by the way and the cold spoon rubbing on your neck doesn't work no cold uh, spoon. yeah you're supposed to rub a cold spoon on I have never heard of that well I had them and I didn't know until I got to work the next day and my boss was like oh my god what happened to you and I was like oh I, I remember ha- having to wear a turtleneck once in the summer <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand why teenagers like do that. I had a really bad hickey the time while we're saying disgusting stuff. The time the girl bit the mole off yeah. my mouth. I would remember that story. Stop it. Yeah, I do no. remember that story. <laughs> I, don't teenagers do that, I still have a scar. Why? You're going to edit it out, but I'll tell you exactly why. It's because you really, uh, what, really what you want to do is you want to like orally please whatever yeah. is your choice. And so you can't because it's like you're in a grade. Exactly. <laughs> so you just stick your fucking lips to the person. I agree. And just, there's nowhere to go. I agree. Have, yeah, any, yeah. have any of you guys ever gotten a titty hi- hickey? <laughs> a titty? A, a, a ticky. A hickey, a hickey on your titty? I have not. Thanks. No, I got a bruised nipple because somebody bit me once, though. <laughs> <laughs> Erotic. Extremely sensitive nipples. Like, right now, I'm Which receiving immense pleasure <laughs> from my left nipple. You guys don't even know about it. <laughs> How come penises can't get hickeys? I don't know. Why what don't do you, you mean? try? They probably yeah, can. Yeah, why don't you try? <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Pe- you can get a hickey on your penis. You can you get it. can. If you're, maybe if you're fucking usher. <laughs> you're getting like a blowjob where the person just remains stationary. Like yeah. it's just, it's going to create a hickey. That's it's it. Like a that's vacu- not called a person. That's called a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> well, whatever floats your boat. Buddy. You know those good vacuum cleaners that are actually named, have names on? They're yeah, actually I called James and they have a little face. Henry. <laughs> yeah, Henry. <laughs> Andrea gets home and the house is fucking immaculate. And then she looks at James and she's like, what the fuck were you doing again? <laughs> Would you get a hickey from a penis pump, maybe? What's if you ask for? it kindly. What's a penis pump? It's oh, for making your a... penis bigger. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I was thinking like breast pump. You can get it. You milk your yeah. dick. Yeah. Can you, you get, get a hickey from something that milks your dick? <laughs> you can get a like a like a pussy pump, too. Like yeah. For what? Yeah. It makes your pussy huge. <laughs> yeah. No, it p- draws all the I blood down. I don't think down. that it. Yeah. I think Maybe it would give you a hickey. Why? Why are you? Why? Because it draws. Because if you. Because it draws all of the blood into the nether regions. So it's more sensitive. It's more sensitive. Okay, And you can get like and you get like the biggest puss in town. Yeah, (laughs) and there's like a there's a clip pump, and then there's like a whole like I don't know what it looks like, but it's there's a whole like you know pussy pump, and then you can get them even. D, I feel like you do know what it looks like. (laughs) I probably do. I know what a clip pump looks like. I've never seen it like a full like. I imagine it looks like a. Or clit. I imagine cleat. the cleat. pussy pump would probably look like, you know, one of those face masks. <laughs> oh my god. You mean like from blue velvet? <laughs> I was thinking more like Hannibal Lecter. I was thinking like, more like a foot pump you use to pump up your bike tires. <laughs> <laughs> a foot pump so you get bigger feet. <laughs> no meat. Big feet. I would boom 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 boom. Ow! But right now. Yo, it's time for the raptor rap. I'm a raptor doing what I can. Gonna eat everything till the appearance of man. Yo, yo, see me. I'm living below the soil. I'll be back, but I'm coming as oil. But this is... The in crowd. The IT crowd, far above the maddening crowd. We're talking about cliques, 
Uh, they list them as snobs, preps, jocks, freaks, geeks. What's it like to be labeled? Twist readers share their stories. Uh, can you pass me the ox? Because if we're going to talk about cliques, we have to obviously first mention Mean Girls. Yep. And I'm going to play the clip from Mean Girls. It's a great movie. Tina Fey directed it. Don't sue us. We love you. It's a great movie. Where you sit in the cafeteria is crucial because you got everybody there. You got your freshmen, ROTC guys, preps. I was wondering what JV ROTC jocks. ROTC. It's like uh, officer Ooh, preparation. I thought R-O-T-C. it was TC. Oh, that's a thing oh. in the states. In the states, we don't have it here. I Either thought it was Roxy, like keep like rock. Let me keep going. Let me let's push. Let me keep going. Varsity jocks, unfriendly Chats. black hotties, girls who eat their feelings, girls who don't eat anything, desperate wannabes, burnouts, sexually me. active band geeks, me. the greatest people you will ever meet, and the worst. Beware of the plastic. Does that music sound exactly like the theme to Futurama to you guys? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, good call. A little good ding, call. Ding, ding yeah, in the background. All right, that was a giant waste of time. Didn't go as well as I thought <laughs> I it was going to. I think it went good because it made yeah. a point. Except, did they say goths? They, they said freaks. That's freaks. Not, yeah, but the freaks that they showed weren't goths, I don't think. Oh, <laughs> so I don't remember what the freaks looked like. That's cliquist. Associating <laughs> freaks with goths. I don't like that, guys. Yeah. It's problematic. Yeah. I love that movie, though. That's, uh, I've. It really kind of spoke to me. Just in case the auditor didn't pick up, I'm going to say them. She says, freshman ROTC guys, which means Reserve Officer Training Corps. We had that at my high school. It's in the a States. clique. Like the, That's the, guys the cool kids. Into, <laughs> <laughs> the guys who are into joining the army are yeah, like hanging like, out together. Yeah, they're like military. And they wear like military outfits no on campus. But really don't they weird. fit in with the jocks? No, they're like. No, because they're like cadets. Yeah. Cadets yeah. don't they're hang like out. They're kind of like nerds, but they're like military nerds. Cadets. Yeah. That's weird. Like, <laughs> like I, do they sell apples outside of a. Fucking grocery <laughs> mart. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Imagine they work out together a lot and oh, drink yeah. for sport. Yeah. Like, what totally. Else do? They probably love Gatorade. You have to they practice also, being hard as they fuck. They also like, play instruments like the do. trumpet and stuff. So what? Yeah, that is a curious the, group. That's a band geek. Oh, because they that's have a... different. No, they, they no. kind of cross over. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but if you're both, you're fucked. <laughs> you're a freak. <laughs> Can you guys remember what cliques were in... Well, what, well, let's go around. What clique were you in, in, would you say you were in in high school? Burnout. I was with the hip-hop kids. The, the multiracial, not many white people, multiracial hip. We weren't like thugs because most of my, fi- my friends were like, we mixed with the thugs, but like we were more the like the nicer brand of like into break dancing and DJing and rapping. We had, I like had, big, I went to three different high schools f- and I had different like, you know, cliques at each one. And the first one I was in the like alternative crowd because I'm a huge Eddie Vedder fan. <laughs> uh, and the second one, I was just a freaking nerd. And then the last one, I was a raver. Yeah. Yeah. Rowie, what clique were you in in high school? I ended it with the raves too. But like, to be honest, I started off just being like my natural self, which automatically lumped me in with the stoners. <laughs> but then as I branched out, I pretty much hung out with this dude, Lichter. <laughs> His name's Jason Lichter, what yeah. we call him Lichter. And he was like very... Lichter, to, I barely even know her. Together, they were, we were very like, we were very like, just we, we went out and we started like, oh, this week, it was like week to week. We just got bored of people or they just became really sketchy. Like we started hanging out with like, because there was like the Thornhill kids, right? Where it was just like, you kind of knew they were just like the Jews. It was like your side of the tracks. And then there was the kids that lived right near the school, the actual school. And they were hard. 
The inner city kids. So, like, we'd hang out with this dude, like, Dan Antia, for, like, a week. And then we'd realize, like, we'd go to his house and, like, he had, like, a body in his basement. We're like, I don't think we're going to hang out with Dan Antia next week. So, you know, we just Don't murder of, us, Dan. We jumped around. We jumped around. But I, I'm a stoner if I had to pick one. How about you? I went to when I so I was at when I was at Holy Name of Mary for four years and I graduated and I was I hung out pretty with the exclu- Jesus kids, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, no, the drama geeks. Yeah. I was with the drama geeks oh, and then yeah. when I went to a new high school for grade thirteen, I was pretty much hanging out with potheads. Yeah, yeah. See, I was in the pothead crowd, but they kind of all hung out in the smoke <gasps> hole, which blended in with the skids. The skids. Yeah, but I was somehow above the skids. But not really. Oh, yeah. I actually, I just, I just had a flashback (laughs) that there was a time I hung out with uh, alcoholic jocks. For a a chunk that that went to private school. (laughs) Private school alcoholic jocks. What are skids? Skids <laughs> are, you are like, me? I don't know. Skids are like, like, school. like, skids are dirt Skids bags. are dirts. Yeah. Oh, dirt okay. dirt. They I smoke cigarettes them. frequently. They're a bunch of skids. They listen to they like generally rock. They, some yeah. some overlap with the too. skatering. They don't they only pot. smoke cigarettes. They, they smoke pot. cigarettes that they steal from their mom. Yeah. Their mom right. fucking Or that they bum off of you. Or they're like half burned butts. Yeah, we didn't. Well, because I went to Holy I went to an all girl school and like nobody was skids there. There's a girl at my fucking office before I quit smoking that every time I say oh BRB I'm gonna go have a smoke she'd be like skid <laughs> <laughs> to this day she's calling me a skid it's weird cause kids nowadays don't even maybe they she don't even say don't skid she, anymore I don't think it they comes, do it comes from skid row like yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, it was right. lots associated with Fuck skaters yeah. like the skaters and the punk kids and the metal kids they yeah. were all kind of skids like weed smokers a teenage dirtbag yeah teenage dirtbag when you said skids I was but just like, like, like skid a marks? skid is just a dirt <laughs> though like you could be like you could be a skater and you could be super fresh like clean cut skater or you could be a dirt skater like it doesn't I think skaters were more skids back then but now skaters are cleaner and like now they're like the cool kids yeah it's true when things start to get available at the mall then you get a whole wave of like clean cut like white suburban kids that are just like you know I mean ultimately right but they're clean now I think (laughs) kids are way better dressed than they were back in the day so it's like kids actually dress unbelievable now it's incredible like I'll go to like a bar mitzvah and kids don't wear they don't wear dress shoes anymore every kid i'm fucking telling you wears rare ass fucking sneakers that cost like fifteen hundred dollars it's ridiculous like if you want to go to a sneaker show okay go to 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 a sneaker show maybe i'm a little old-fashioned but this is a bar mitzvah you wear dress shoes this bar (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how expensive your sneakers are definitely not all right with young man fuck I don't even know what the... Cl- I, I have no idea. And by the way, I say clicks. Uh, it must be the I American say cliques. Clique. Did they say click in... Uh- in that I don't clip? remember. In the cleep? In the cleep? In the cleep? <laughs> what do you say, D? I'm going to call it clicks. Clicks. Okay. You're yeah. going to call it clicks now? Yeah. Clicks. <laughs> what depends. about you? Like for me, it Executive depends. decision. If I'm rapping and I'm trying to rhyme something with cliques, I use that. Yeah, like, that's you know, true. If, if you need something that rhymes with X, I go for clicks. It yeah, that's true. You got to po- be flexible. The popular kids in this were called, in Mean Girls were called the Plastics. Mm-hmm. They were called the Heathers and Heathers. Yeah. Did your popular it's kids have a nickname? What did you guys call them? I called them the rowing team. They were fucking losers. Wow. I, called them, I called them Rowie's followers. <laughs> Mine were called Spirit Squad because they were all like, I don't know who made up um, that term, but they embraced it. My high school was so 
goddamn large. Like there was over 2,200 people at my high school. So there wasn't a name for the popular crowd. There was just so many different groups of people and there were really no names for anything. Like there were doors. There was kids that hung out at the South doors (laughs) that smoked a shit ton of cigarettes and and, like were cooler. And then there were kids that hung out at the North doors and they like played Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) and shit. But we didn't call them names. We just said like, oh, those are the North door kids. Okay. (laughs) How do you differentiate crowds? when you guys have you guys went to schools where you had uniforms how do you like you differentiate based oh, on you, what clothes question. you wear and stuff like that yeah like but there were coats and there were non-uniform yeah. days you got the general vibe there were like yeah. hairstyles there were hair- and like hair you know yeah, jewelry if people were wearing jewelry smell you <laughs> 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 wonder what do you think the cliques are now in high schools this is like 20 years later that are different from ours. Memers. <laughs> That's actually on my list. <laughs> Memers. Um, gamers. There's gamers. 100%. Isn't, isn't everyone a gamer, though? No, I'm no, not a gamer. No. Yeah. Of course not. I feel like the memers and the gamers are the same. People who are obsessed with the internet, it says no, on they're this. they're the same. Because sometimes don't people are hardcore into memes. Because there's also gamer hip-hoppers. <laughs> what were the clique names in Good Clueless? Point. They had names for the ones in Clueless. Oh, yeah. They were, they were the dirtbags. Oh, yeah. there was like Those were the skids, by the way. Travis and his friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Uh, what else is on your list? Is this a made-up list? Uh, it was a list uh, that was published in the Journal of Adolescent Research in December of 2018. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Wait, I want another guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one's pretty dry. The only one they have that I didn't have when I was growing up is Memers. anime manga kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Like, there's, like, that's nerds that are so into, like, anime and manga that they hang out together. That's yeah. a huge thing, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think they had that little bit, because Pokemon was too. popular when yeah. I was in elementary school. There yeah. are things you... They don't make up a whole social circle based manga, on it, anyway. <laughs> It's like anime. It's, it's like it's like it's Japanese, Japanese comics. comics. Okay. Books. Oh, my God, is Furries one of them? Furries <laughs> <laughs> one of the cliques? <laughs> this isn't Hopefully you're not, like, groups. forming those, like, Ds, like, in grade three. She's like, I just learned about a dildo. <laughs> like these people are probably not at the furry stage. Okay, yet. Oh, you mean Dildo right? Squad? Oh, that was a big <laughs> Bronies, bronies. <laughs> oh yeah, there's bronies. bronies they are have to bad. hang out with the anime manga kids, right? Yeah, yeah they sure. do. <laughs> Oh, Japanese. cyberpunk kids. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Cyber goth were on a yeah. list from Refinery29. I Cyber imagine, there, I imagine there would like still be like, there would still be jocks though. and band oh, yeah. geeks and Those stuff are still like that. There. Those are for those sure. Are, and drama kids. Yeah, and, and drama kids. And like nerd, like people drama? really into like their, s- uh-oh. <laughs> Is it drama, drama or drama? Another word? That, how do you say it? Drama. Dra- <laughs> it depends drama. on what he, we already know. If it depends drama. on what Roby's song lyrics are. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah. That's like going to be across the board. Alabama, and I had so much drama. <laughs> like it wouldn't have worked. With drama They're probably there. at like religious kids too. I couldn't talk to oh, yeah. Donna because she caused so much drama. I'm telling you. <laughs> How do you pronounce this mama. word, Lauren? Uh, pajamas. Oh my God! You say pajamas? No, I yes. say pajama for sure. When pajama I say- drama. Is it and pajamas? Oh, it sounds like we got some pajama drama going on. Pajama drama. <laughs> I saw your mama. Pajama jams. You're right, because it is pajama jam. The pajama jams, which was house party one, for, two, and motherfucker. For our three. American friends, some pajama drama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this one? That one is. Pecan. Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to say pecan. I wanted to, pecan. but it sounded weird. I say pecan. pecan. I say pecan, too. Okay. Vaz or vase? You mean creme fraiche? Vaz. 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 Oh you say vase? Yeah. Like rhymes with face? Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> you want to know what cliques of celebrities we're in? Getting back to oh, cliques yeah. while we're not yeah. in pronunciation Clicks. stations? <laughs> I mean, cliques. All right, the train is leaving pronunciation stations. Fine. <laughs> All aboard. 
In the in crowd, Callista Flockhart, she was popular. I would have thought she was more. She was also neurotic in the show. Yeah. yeah Obviously, she character. put down that she was popular. I think and she, Tori Amos is popular, too. Which is kind of odd, because Tori odd. Amos is an outsider All of these me. people are yeah. Yeah, sure. lying she so much. She was voted much. best all around. What the fuck <laughs> I would have that even? At the very least, I would have put her in, the, in like the, the artist's crowd. Yeah, or the band geeks, because yeah. she was into music. Like, who wants to listen to the music of a popular kid. Like, what do you have to say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, my God. no value. I'm sorry. Natalie Portman was a brainiac, but she was, like, acting. She was, like, a famous yeah, but actress. We, but we, she, she was also famous, famously went to... Harvard, Harvard. yeah. Harvard. Do you pronounce it Harvard or Harvard? Harvard. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was smart, except for that time oh she <sighs> asked that cop, do you know who I am? Well, Cameron Diaz says she was wild in high school. She listened to heavy metal and loved to party. Went also, to the she same went to high school Snoop Dogg. He sold me terror. So my favorite one here is clowns. Jillian Anderson was voted class clown and the most likely to go bald. <laughs> <laughs> Random. I got worse dressed in eighth grade, but they by worse they meant best because I was a raver. What'd you get voted? Uh, I got Loudest. voted vice president of my elementary school student council because I was cool. <laughs> elementary <laughs> school? I didn't have the. Bo- I actually woke up at three o'clock in the morning last night after Andrea had a nightmare and made me was going help help. help. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't go back to sleep. So then I had an elaborate fantasy about running for student council now. <laughs> Right, my this is like half like asleep. now, like Billy Madison style. And my slogan <laughs> would have been, "Ghosts kind of sound like votes." Ghosts say boo, so boo James Holler for vice pres for president. <laughs> Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Always there when you Book call. Shots. <laughs> Always on time. Gave you my Love is a raging waterfall. Love can be a wild river. Sometimes love can be a gentle breeze that just tickles your butt cheek hairs. (laughs) The point is, is that love is confusing. So why love in your own style when you can love like someone like Gwyneth Paltrow? (laughs) What's your romance style? The stars all deal with guys in different ways. So which celeb love style suits you best? And today, as our test subject, we have the beautiful and talented and intelligent D. Thanks, man. Everybody! All right. So this Valentine's Day, you're sending your crush, A, nothing. He's a crush, not a boyfriend. B, a funny Valentine to crack them up. C, a sweet hand-picked card to let them know that you care. Or D, a dozen roses and a mushy letter. It's definitely not D. <laughs> it's a crush. If anyone yeah. bought me anything as a crush, it'd be super weird. You know what? I would have I probably would have I probably would have done the like funny Valentine, but I would have given it like Valentines to a bunch of people so that he would Yeah, you know. had to in school. I hated yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Probably put the Valentine. I would okay. probably have done a Valentine. 
Writing it down. You have a date Saturday night. By Friday afternoon, you are, A, relaxing on the couch, watching a movie. It's been a stressful week, and you've got to rest up for your big night. B, sweet-talking your sister into lending her your favorite denim skirt. It's going to take all day to convince her to part with it. C, planning a sleepover with your best bud. You have a lot of time to kill before tomorrow. Or D, panicking. You only have 24 hours until he shows up and you haven't even thought about what you want to wear. I'd probably be panicking, but only about how much I hate being around people. (laughs) But probably on the couch, watching a movie, eh? In class, you're most likely to be, eh? Doodling their name in your notebook with a zillion hearts sprinkled all over the page. Man Man sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) B, Writing down your assignments. You don't screw around when it comes to your grades. C. Scribbling a note to your best bud, asking if she's noticed how completely gorgeous your crush looks today in their black sweater. (laughs) (laughs) We know nothing shows off the form more than a black sweater. Okay. D. Convincing your crush to help you study for the upcoming quiz, even though you already know all the info by heart. Um, I would probably be writing a letter to my friend talking about how hot the black sweater guy is. How often are you the one who breaks off a relationship? A, sometimes, like when you're feeling completely suffocated. B, always, you get bored easily in relationships. C, rarely, it's hard for you to do that to someone that you care about. Or D, never, in fact, The breakup usually takes me completely by surprise. Oh, man. Um... I usually just start like not caring and acting lazy and not and then they'll eventually break up with me because I'm a coward. Cowardly move. <laughs> You've been um, in a relationship for seven years. Just shut up. Before you don't that. Anything. When you're yelling him at like that, he's gonna be a coward. And I've been <laughs> acting shitty for six of them and Andrea won't break up with I'm me. giving you an ultimatum right now. What was B? <laughs> Rarely. No, no always. Always. Always? <laughs> I'm probably closer to B. <laughs> Always on time, breaking up with that guy in the black sweater. <laughs> Probably. You better, honestly, anybody who's who's watching this and has any chance with D, you know you're gonna have to keep fucking watching. Keep, this. Keep, keep, be on your toes. Yeah. You gotta constantly <laughs> yeah. rethink your game. Get, get more creative. than one sweater. <laughs> Definitely. Black sweater is going to get fucking boring pretty fast. Let's face it. <laughs> okay, we got a next one. How many pictures do you have of your last partner? I think it's none. Nice. I have none. <laughs> right off the bat, I have none. I burn that shit. I burn it the second I break up. It's exactly the option number for C. Is it really? C. <laughs> it says none. As soon as we broke up, the pictures were history too. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got rid of that shit immediately. All right, they wrote this quiz for you. Yeah, I don't stay friends with anybody, so I don't need any remembrances <laughs> of like anybody. what they fucking look like. <laughs> All right, well, that was pretty straightforward. Didn't have to read the answers for that. After a cool first date, your crush says, I'll call you. You, A, sit by the phone for the next three days and pace around in circles. Anytime <laughs> in the house. Anytime in the house ties up the phone Anytime line. Somebody. Anytime someone in the house. <laughs> They're probably on Thank the internet. Thank you. What if it's All a right. party line? Thank you, Drugs, for putting that word back on the page. 
Or B, do you give them two days? If they don't call you, you pick up the phone and then you dial them. C, you tell your family that you're waiting for someone to call. So it's super important that you write, they write down all your messages this week. Or D, don't really give it a second thought. Call. They call. First of all, I think we should add E for D, which is, ew, don't call me. <laughs> I'm not picking up the <laughs> fucking phone. This is 2002 yeah. when psycho. people had text messaging like, by Don't then. call me. Who's calling me? You have to assume you're both grandparents. Yeah. You met each other in the nursing home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a exactly. new old relationship. Well, you got to update it. It's the texting age. What would you do if I they were I like cell phones? text you. I don't mind texting. It's fine. Or, or like in, even instant messaging or messaging on on like the Facebook Messenger or whatever. But like, don't fucking call me. <laughs> I hate talking on the phone. I like I get so fucking awkward. Okay, what if it was text? I'll now, text what if you. It was text. What if it was I'll text and you. They don't text the, then you're gonna weeks. have to deal with it. Uh, I pro- honestly, I probably wouldn't care. I don't know. So D. I'm very D. apathetic. D, D for D. D. Don't really give a shit. <laughs> Can I, I have a quick a sidebar? Back when you did have to call people, yeah. were you guys the kind of people who would like write down yes. bullet points of things Everything you were going to say? Everything I would say? write out the full fucking conversation. conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. th- I can't believe I didn't say it, but I remember writing out things I think we should talk about, like movies that were coming out. <laughs> What's that, your favorite color? Like, questions that's like that. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. So <laughs> remember psyching yourself up to dial the number and be oh like, Oh my God, and their mom would okay, pick up. Let's breathe normally. <laughs> yeah, it's called drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> or what about this? I call somebody that I'm dating that I like, that I like, but that we're not really dating, and he's much cooler than me, and I've known him for a long time, and their mother says, uh, Sorry, Lauren. Tom already went out. I think you need to talk to him. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. No. Ew. Well, I yeah. called the guy and their mom's like, Spencer, Andrew's on the phone for you. Because I had a deep voice. Hey, is Spencer? <laughs> <He's a> girl! <laughs> yeah, no, All I right. did not do any of that. I, I, and I, yeah, D. I don't give D a fuck. D for D. Yeah. What did you do, James? Uh, I would write it out like a little bullet point so that I would pace around. Like, <laughs> like the block? Like just place around the whole conversation. It's kind of like trying to get out of a girly Meg segment. I would just talk, yeah, hopefully seriously. have an exit strategy. They'd be like, afterwards, like, okay, that, I think that went well. I think that's good. So the next one, you've been dating this person for two weeks. All right, and yikes, it's their birthday. What do you give them? A, nothing. <laughs> Just because you've been out a few times, it's not like you fucking owe them anything. B, a movie poster from their favorite and way obscure flick. It took a little extra to find it, but you know that they will appreciate it. C, a silver ID bracelet engraved with your initials. That way, they'll remember you even when they're taking a shit. It's not that they have that money. (laughs) It's that you happen to have the same initials as their parent. And they've (laughs) stolen that bracelet to give to you. Well, it's because they're, like we already established, it's two grandparents. And it's one of those medical alert bracelets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. He's allergic to penicillin. (laughs) D, the latest CD from one of their favorite bands, You don't want to give them something too sentimental, but you want them to know you were thinking of them. That's a good call. Yeah. How many dates have I been on? Did it say in the question? Two weeks. Two weeks. That sucks when you first start dating someone, then Christmas happens or their birthday happens. Like, are we 
gift giving time. I don't I, know it would be a cross between having a conversation where we don't get each other anything and me getting them a CD. So let's just go with D. I think CD is good. Also, CD is good. Also, you could like choose the CD so it has yeah. a song that like mind implants on them. Doing the scoring here. Beep, bop, boop, beep, beep, boop, All right. Boop, thank boop. you for your input and your honest answers. <laughs> D, you are a wild child, Winona Ryder. Sure, you've been. Ah, oh, it's the best one. You've been known to develop crushes and swoon over the occasional person, but like Winona, you've got way too much energy to settle down with someone. You'd rather be playing the field. Even in a relationship, you may be scoping out the next candidate. It's not that you don't care about them. You just like to explore your options. That is not deviant. <laughs> so far and you're completely it's... content to fly solo for a while since oh. you know you don't have to be with someone to be blissful. That actually is very accurate. You're so good at breaking up with people. You may as well use <laughs> <Exactly>. that skill. <laughs> I'm going to be, yeah, I'll be honest. I've fully ghosted people before. <laughs> in this magazine, Courtney Love said, you haven't made it in rock and roll until you've had a feud with me and an affair with Winona. <laughs> Courtney Love has an alternative theory about her friend Winona Ryder's shoplifting beef. CJ's Ross McLaughlin says Winona's shopping partner thinks she knows what happened. I don't think she did it. Here's how it all came up. I was hanging out with Winona and she got in trouble and then she wouldn't call me back. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Girly Mags. Woo! Woo! Happy Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, whatever you celebrate. Even if you just love us, send us some love on Twitter at girly underscore mags. Instagram, girly.mags. Or send us your embarrassing moments like uh, Jen earlier. Thank you. Send Girl- us how you pronounce click or click. <laughs> yeah, how you pronounce click or click. Cleat or clit. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram for a chance to meet us in a public place where we can exchange a good for this bag of googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely use. Listen to that. It's not just a couple, That's guys. That's ASMR. It's a Thank you so much for joining us again. We love you guys. Love Happy you. day. Bye. Happy day. And this is Hank saying, y'all keep jangling. <laughs> Like my balls! (laughs)